Paddy Muse acknowledges the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, the traditional custodians of the land in which we create and record this podcast. I'd like to pay my respects to their elders past and present, and I extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may be listening. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on my podcast. I first asked you to come on my podcast when I ran into you on the bus and I was on a way to a gig and you were on your way to somewhere else. And I we had like a five minute bus ride together. Yeah. And I asked you how South by Southwest was. Mm. And you mentioned you didn't get paid for South by Southwest. Oh yeah, no. And then I went on about music and money and then I was like, I'm planning on starting a podcast actually about this. Do you want to come on my podcast? Yeah. And he said yes. Yes. And now we're here. Here I am. Hello. Hello. Hannah, you're an incredible singer-songwriter and musician. Thanks. Who I've been very lucky to play with, not once but twice. Right back at you. Oh. And you also serve oat cold brews at the hottest cafe in town, if you know, you know. But I do. Currently actually drinking one right now. Drinking, yeah. Shout out Soulmate. Oop. <laughs> Not sponsored though. Not sponsored. Not a Hillsong Cafe either. <laughs> yes. I actually spread that rumor for a little while because I was certain it was true. Oh, it's not. But it's not. Anyway, but yes, I first met you when you opened, when I asked you to open for me at the Vanguard at my first show. And I look back at that now and I'm like, wow, I can't believe I had the Anna Brewer open for <laughs> me back then. And now fast forward 18 months and I'm opening for you at your EP launch. Thanks for that. Very no, you're thank very you. good. Thank you. You just recently released your debut EP, Child of Divorce. Yeah. Congrats. Thanks. How are you feeling about that? Yeah, good. I'm glad it's out. <laughs> I told you this the other night while we were digging into prawns and a seafood platter mm, at the at body, body view. view. Yeah. Sus. Yeah. But also so I So good. Yeah. I woke up feeling fine the next day, so but I told you then that the pirate song was my number three on Spotify Wrapped. So I'm a true fan. Yes. Anyway, but other than being a musician, what else do you do with your life? Do you have other jobs? Or is being, or do you just live purely off being a musician? Oh, God, Like no. the rest of us? I do not. Well, I... So I work at a cafe like three to four times a week. Mm-hmm. I used to have another, a second job where I worked at a pub as well. But then I started doing full-time uni. So I'm also at uni and I'm studying political economy and like international relations mm. um at UCID are you doing that full-time yeah I am this semester but previously I haven't but like full-time I'm doing like three subjects so it's technically full-time but not really anyways yeah right no nah, but still full-on yeah um but no I definitely do not make enough money <laughs> off of music to sustain myself um maybe I would if I did like more gigs or like cover gigs yeah but that's true that's true there definitely are ways that you can like through live music, I guess. Yeah, I also live at home, so yeah, I'm nice. like pretty. But also, like you're studying, so I feel like it's pretty. Hard. It can. It's very hard to mayhaps live out of home and study. I know a lot of people do do it though, but yeah, um, hats off to them. Mm. Couldn't be me. So, <laughs> what does a week in your life look like then? Like, are you is your schedule all over the place? How much of it is music? How much of it is uni? Or like, how much of it 
Do you know what I mean? Is music part of your everyday life? Honestly, this year I've probably done less sessions than previously. Like I think last year I probably did like two to three sessions a week, yeah, like writing right. for myself or other people or like probably two, three if I was like really pushing it. And then I'd like work like three, four times a week. Um, but at the moment I'm probably doing a session like every month. Like I kind of yeah true just because I've got my I was trying to finish my own EP and now that's done it was it was more content making yeah right. than anything else to be content honest content in what way like filming the sessions and oh no just like trying to get like press photos and then like videos and shit oh you mean content in terms of your commi- for the EP yeah 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 right um, but now that that's done I mean I still have to do some stuff for it um being annoying annoying on social media yeah, and all no, that no. jazz and are you an independent artist yes fully independent fully independent i have management because as i like, mentioned before we started recording i've heard rumors that you've been like you know this has happened but you i was asking you before and you're saying no you're completely independent yeah like i said if anyone the people to are give talking me, though like obviously money you can. obviously people think oh yeah that makes sense hannah's signed like uh, i work with people that are signed yeah. but myself me I'm and not. how did you find the people that you work with how did you find them or did they find you and how long ago was this well, I work with like management um uh I guess I kind of found that it, them it was like through mutual friends so I like I've done like top lining which is where like you work with an electronic or dance music artist and you sing like mm. over the top of their instrumental but um, it doesn't have my name on it. So there are some songs on Spotify that you wouldn't know that I wrote. Can we know I any or are they on the date? Are you not meant to? I would that? prefer not to. Yeah. No, oh, some of them Some of them are good. Like I did a song with Yukio called Attached. Oh, That's yeah. Like, he's really cool and I like that I song. I think I saw Yukio, like, is that on your Spotify page at all? I like made a playlist yeah. of like songs that I've like helped yeah. write and stuff. But what was the question? Oh, how I met them. Yeah. yeah so I was working with like a friend who also worked at, kind of the company that they worked at like he worked as a producer and dj Mm -hmm. but then he also worked on the booking side of stuff and he just sent my ep to the management group but ep which ep this This ep EP. child of or like half done like Like demos yeah like it wasn't finished at that stage so this ep's been i mean you have mentioned i've heard you say but this ep's been around for a while then yeah i'd say probably like two years yeah some of the songs normal yeah i'm starting to realize and this is all just a handshake management deal yeah yeah like i haven't signed anything yeah right and also they haven't given have they given you any money no like they they take a percentage of like money that you like they take a commission obviously do they take money from your live shows yeah really but like i don't make that much money yeah it's like i can't remember if it's 10 percent or 20 percent yeah and like he's like it's probably made me more opportunities than I yeah right so you do think it's worth it he helps negotiate in terms of stuff is a big thing that I'm not very good at. So would you ever book gigs on your own, like through? In- Most of them I have, like people have contacted me directly, but then I like pass it over. Yeah, right. Which I prefer. Also with like friends, I guess you get past the stage where That's I don't true. really want to talk about money with my friends. I'd prefer to do it through like a third party. Yeah, right. Because I just think that makes like relationships a bit. Eh interesting and then what about pr do you have any pr i don't have any pr no no. pr for this ep no wow 
And what about like so playlisting? I saw that you were in. You got a new music Friday. Yeah, for Pirate, first time. Yeah, right. For not for Pirate Song for Rum Springer, which is like the focus track of uh-huh. my Child of the Force EP, mm-hmm. which is nice. Do you know who would have been pushing that for you? Um, not really. I think maybe the distribution company oh, yeah, or true. like probably my manager so you're not doing your own pitching through spotify someone else is doing the pitching someone is doing this pitching for me i think it is my manager i should really know but i don't yeah, i like cool. prefer to just do make the music and yeah. then push it which is like the luxury of so you're not like some micromanager i mean i can be when it's like more direct like i want to know what's happening but mm-hmm. also in terms of that stuff and probably about the music as well i'm sure yeah you're like like I can, i'm a control freak but not with Are like you? a little bit yeah yeah interesting I feel like you don't come across like a control freak. Thanks. But then also, <laughs> yeah, like an undercover control freak. Yeah. Right. So the new music Friday is just, you don't, you just are hoping for the best. Like you and that. And did you get any other playlisting? Um, Indie Arrivals and Fresh Finds. That's all pretty, that's all like the cool playlists. Yeah, it was, it was good. I was very psyched about and it. And not to get like straight into numbers, but like, have you seen being in those playlists have you seen um growth for that song i think rum springer is probably streaming the best out of thus far even better of, than pirate song i think the pirate so. song did pretty well as well yeah i think but also pirate song was my first like release on the project so like i feel like going from there and then trying to stay consistent. i feel like first songs from a project always just like do the best yeah i don't know you have that like impact right so you have noticed that streams are going up on rum springer yeah I think also New Music Friday definitely helped a lot. And then... I, I don't know, though, because, like, I look at New Music Friday. Um, I'm not sure if I told you, but I also work at a distribution... Co- oh, yeah, I told you to work yeah, at a yeah. distribution company. And so I'm looking at New Music Friday every Friday. And obviously it only stays in there for a week. Yeah. So you have to get all those streams within a week. Yeah. I feel like the, the really amazing playlists are, like, the mood playlists. Mm, or... I agree. The ones that, like, stay for longer. Those ones have, like, millions. Anyway... You mentioned that you also are obviously studying. Do you think that music is your number one dream in life? Are you giving it all to music or are you also studying so that you have like a backup option? Are you just studying because you want to study? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really think that like music is like my like dream. Uh-huh. Like I would love to work in music and like Did you grow up make... as a child like, you know, dreaming to be? For me, it was like Taylor Swift. I don't know what it was for you. Yeah, I was really annoying. I used to do like dance recitals and like <laughs> sing when people used to come over. Like yeah, I yeah. just start singing and force really? them to watch me. Yeah, true. Yeah, my mom would try and force me, and I'd refuse. And I'd be like, I'm not singing on demand. But maybe, really, yeah, damn. <laughs> maybe you were more. No, attention. I'd be like, I'd be like, no, and then I'd be like, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> no, I really don't want to. Yeah. So ultimately music is number one dream so then are you studying because you understand that maybe music might not be or are you studying because you want to you're interested in it I think in the back of the mind maybe like in the back of my mind Uh maybe but also I like I love academic validation um Mm, interesting (laughs) I like I love learning and I like I really like writing like that's what I like doing uh-huh. it's like writing and i find like history and politics really interesting uh-huh. but yeah i definitely prefer to be like work in music as an artist as as a writer like first and foremost yeah but yeah i understand that that's a very difficult when you say do. writer do you mean you'd be happy to write songs for other people yeah, and not sure. be not, not be under your name yeah that's cool 
I feel like being an artist like gives you freedom to do what you want but like I also love writing for people writing songs that I would never sing myself because I know you mentioned before you do a lot of writing sessions I've never done a writing session in my life Mm -hmm. and I want to quiz you about them because I'm the idea of it to me I just see like all these dynamics I'm like how do you that sounds stressful but you're obviously across it and you mentioned you were doing a few a week are you setting these up on your own are you is your manager setting these up for you I'm not really doing them anymore and no it's more word of like mouth like friends like my friend Charlie Thomas Porter Mm -hmm. he like writes he does crazy sessions he's a producer so I feel like I don't really produce as much I produce sometimes for myself but not really in a big capacity and I mean you mentioned you were going to Spith Thomas Porter slash Charlie this afternoon yes I am indeed is that to write your own stuff or is that to just see what happens I think it's to write my own stuff to try and start on EP2 two, but can't stop won't stop can't stop Whoa, hustle <laughs> grind keep, hustle grind keep it going yeah um yeah right yeah. so you don't know if you're going into the session whether you're going to be writing your own songs or writing songs to someone else usually in other sessions I do but like Charlie's Thomas is my like mate so we're just like writing which is I feel like the best thing if you have other friends that you can just write with and you enjoy doing it and have you ever done those writing camps I have done one APRA writing camp where you go away I've applied for more but I oh, only do you got have to apply one. for them yeah yeah right you just sign up or do you have to show that you do you have to show like your writing skills in the process yeah you like send them demos or something mm. and you like write it I think you write a statement it's been a while since I did an application but it's really fun and you like get mentors that like work in the industry you should definitely apply for them it was fun yeah I just assumed you got like they reached out to you but you apply that's yeah good, yeah good to know yeah um it's fun you like meet people I think you write like three songs a day or something and you record them and I know that I don't know why I get so focusing on the logistics of it but do you go into it and just writing three songs and then whose song are they by the end of the day so you like it's equal splits no matter what yeah but I think you decide because whoever's in the room like that's how like Nashville splits as they call it like whoever's in, in the, the room, room split it equally yeah um, right but I think you just like you're like I like to write this song for me and we'll be like are you writing for you but there are so many opportunities to write songs out. that I feel like you get a song yourself no matter I in my head it's like whoever like leads the conversation I don't know that's mm-hmm. usually or if I'd be like, I don't really want to write for me today. Like, Can can we write for someone else? Yeah. In these writing sessions that you go to, how many songs do you actually see released out into the world? Not that many, mm. to be honest. Mm. I think there have been like a couple, a couple of people I know have released songs from a writing camp. Mm-hmm. I would say it's more of an exercise personally. But, but what about like the writing released. sessions with all your friends? Like even, oh, even Charlie then. Or, or like, do you I, write with Lola Scott a lot? Um, I haven't written any songs of hers that have been released. I was going to like look up to see how many songs that I've written in the last year have actually been released because that would be interesting. That is interesting. Um, I do write for Lola Scott, but like none of the songs. I don't really write. write, You write like. I don't really write for her. But does she write with you for your. Yeah, she has. So Rumspringer was written with Lola Scott and Thomas Porter on a Zoom session, actually. Zoom. I can't even. I can't imagine writing a song on Zoom. I need to, I mean, I need to just get over it. Not from scratch. I don't think you yeah. can write. Like, you have to come with an idea. Otherwise, yeah, you'd be you like, did mm-hmm. that. Uh, sorry, this is rude. I am just, no, I'm doing take your stuff. Time. But I'm very intrigued. You've made me I wanna know want too. to know. Where is she? Okay, from tw- let's go from 2022. What year is it? It's 2023. 
So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. These these are including maybe not the ones that are for myself. One. Wait, when did Golden Boy? Sorry, I'm like the fact you're already up to like seven is a lot. I think. I like am surprised. I didn't realize that I'd um, written so many things. That's nice. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm actually doing that really well. Me, that makes me feel better. I thought that I. Well, because all of these sessions would have happened like ages ago. Yeah. One, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay, nine songs. Nine since songs. Twenty twenty two. That's amazing. For people, that makes me happy. That's plus the EP that you've released. Yeah, that's a lot of songs out in the world. And so, do you? So you're getting splits and royalties. Yeah. From these songs. Yeah. Do you notice the difference? Is this from your money that you make from music? The money that you're receiving from the songs that are that you've helped write. Mm. Do you? Is that a big portion? Um, probably, I, probably not. I feel like every quarter, like, So you get them from Afra? Yeah, I might get, what, I don't know, like, 350, maybe max, like, 500, 600. Yeah, right. A quarter, maybe. Mm -hmm. If, like, they stream well, or, like, if they get a lot of radio play. And, sorry to keep going about the money and how the sessions work, but do you ever get paid just to go to a session? No. That's, right. So some people have day rates. I don't. I wouldn't really personally. Yeah, maybe in the future. Maybe. My friend has started, Charlie, he started charging like an additional prod fee. Oh, pretty. Um, <laughs> an additional like prod fee for me if I do like vocal production because I like do the, the arrangement and stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's only sometimes and typically if they're like a label artist, but not really if someone's independent. But that's also part of the reason I stopped doing as many sessions is because... You can't you just don't make any money. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of time. Yeah, with for a song that probably won't come out. Uh huh. So it's all just kind of like, hey, let's hang out for a couple hours and see if we can write a song. No money involved unless a song gets released into the world and then you take it split. Yeah, I think producers tend to do more of day mm-hmm. rates as well mm-hmm. rather than like top liners, which yeah. is what I'd call myself. I'm trying to not make this podcast all about money and music. Well, it's like it's interesting, but. It is interesting because I feel that when I first started out, I just had, and I still don't understand how artists are affording to release and record and play live shows. And so I wanted to ask you about playing live shows and how you're affording to play live shows. I mean, you've only played them in oh mostly Oops. in Sydney, right? You haven't toured at all, have you? No, I haven't toured. Also, I've only played two shows with a band and previously... You do it solo. My Like, I've played solo, which is the most cost-effective way, totally. obviously. But I feel like you also have an amazing voice, so, like, you solo is... Thanks. It helps being able to do it on your own. Yeah. But when you are... Right, so you've only done two shows. That's insane that you've only done two band shows and you're already kind of, like... I would say you're really progressed as an emerging artist. Thanks. Even though your EP's only been out for two weeks. Thanks. It's a, it's an aura about you and you're, I don't know. Thanks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, so these live shows, you've got like a five-piece band, right? Four-piece? Four-piece, yeah, yeah. Four-piece. Two BVs, someone on drums. Mm-hmm. Are these session musicians or are these mates that you're kind of like, mates rates if you don't mind me asking you can tell me to shut up sometimes i, I might not be able to disclose oh, that, right. but like they're my friends but i like pay them like yeah. no one's doing it for free no one's doing it for um, free yeah but yeah and are you i would say that they're more session 
there's certain musicians the good that quality happen to musicians. be i'm very lucky to have very <laughs> talented, talented friends. friends um who i do pay yeah like, yeah obviously yeah. and are you well then can i ask are you are you ever making a profit from these shows or are you you're at a loss no i'm at a loss um yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm at a you're loss. You're at a loss. You're like yeah. thinking about it, like, nope, yeah, I'm at a loss. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Also, are people approaching you to be a booking agent? Um, I've had, like, discussions with people, yeah. And are you just trying to... I honestly just flick that over to my manager. Yeah, like, I, I like to meet people and I'll, like, chat to them, but I don't really know, like, what they're talking about. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> like, I'm very much... Like, I feel like I'm very new to things, even though uh-huh. I have been writing for a while. But, like, that whole show, live show era, like mm-hmm. area, I don't really know that much about. So you're happy for your manager to kind of decide who would be the best booking agent for you? I guess that's why you have a manager. Well, like, I get final say at the end of the day, but, like, he, like, explains to me, like, these people, these people, which is nice. How do you feel? I've been doing my research and stalking you. I'm sorry. I was looking at all your TikToks yesterday. Um, And, well, actually, first question, since having a TikTok, do you feel like that's increased your growth as an artist? And do you feel like, do you, I mean, I guess it's kind of hard to tell, but do you see any direct correlation between posting on TikTok and any increase in your plays or, I guess, engagement? Um probably not that massively to be honest Mm -hmm. like i if you have a viral video like maybe i like haven't really had a viral video like i've i've met people on tiktok but i wouldn't say that i've probably gained more than say like 40 fans yeah right 40 to 50 which is still like cool that is still cool but it's not like it's not like that impactful i don't think in terms of streaming probably not yeah right. but it's still like nice and you like I've met people through there. Like, I've met other musicians. You mean physically out in the real world? I met or do you mean just... Allura, like, who's a really talented musician. Who oh, I write, yeah. Like, I write with Allura and Lola Scott, like, really often mm-hmm. together. But I met Allura first on TikTok. Yeah, interesting. Is, we had a parasocial relationship yeah. that turned real. Classic. Which but is that's nice. good. Yeah. Are you, are you trying to post TikToks regularly? Yeah. It's very embarrassing. But no, like, no, no. But yeah, I do try and post pretty regularly, particularly with like an EP. And out. does your manager have, like you always hear artists being like, my manager forced me to make this TikTok. Do you genuinely feel like your manager forces you to make these TikToks? He doesn't force me forced, to, but he, like, he, but like he definitely encourages it. And everyone else like in the industry is like, you need it. Gotta, you need to increase your social media presence like quite a lot. I've been told that. You mean you've been like specifically to you, you need yeah. to increase your social media presence? Yeah. Yeah, right. Mm. And so are you going to increase it? Yeah, I'm going to be an influencer. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> uh, probably. I just, that. I mean, they're always like do it in a way that's authentic to you. But I don't really know. Like, I think even like things that you think are authentic on social media Mm -hmm. they're usually not like people that i know who have blown up on like tiktok from doing like videos that you think are like spontaneous Mm -hmm. they're not spontaneous they're planned and that person is not like a random on the street like Uh uh-huh oh right like like, reaction videos or or like like some oh no like sometimes they are but like i know what you mean a lot of the time yeah which is like fair yeah I don't know. I like to think that I'm better in real life, 
but you know better I'll, in real I'll life in what way just oh like my presence as a person your personality <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know but i'm trying to make it make it shine on the internet mm-hmm. maybe i, I mean you like... did a lot of singing videos which is like yeah i feel like that i mean that's the obvious way like route to go down is to post yeah. and they're like beautiful thanks i mean don't and then i saw you i also saw you do like if you like this musician then you probably won't like me or something i thought that was good Thank you. Well, who was it that if you like Bob Dylan, you won't? Or was it if you like Fontaine's Bob Dylan, you will like? DC. Oh, Fontaine DC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yesterday when I was looking at TikTok, I was like, maybe I can do it. Like, because yeah. I also obviously get told like it's ridiculous that I don't have it. Yeah. It's not. I don't just say, get over it. Like, it's embarrassing at first, definitely. And I was like, I'm not going on TikTok. Like, uh-huh. I was like, I'll not do it. But then I do do it. And it's like, fine. The only weird thing is that the algorithm is really creepy. And like, people that will find you. Like, but that's like social media and you're putting yourself on the internet. What do you mean? Like weird people will find you or like... No, just like people that you wouldn't... Like people that I've worked with, like oh. at pubs, like co-workers have just They'll found be like, it. I, I like, saw you oh. on TikTok. Yeah, and, I was, and I'll be like, oh, oh God. I but know, like, it's, it's like fine. it's like this like undercover... I don't know. Like I almost feel like if I was to start TikTok, I wouldn't even tell anybody. I wouldn't be like, everyone... I'd almost just like pretend it's like this other different portal that... Yeah. And never talk to me if you've ever... I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But I think as well... You gotta do it. You just gotta also just not put it on such a pedestal in terms of like it's not that big of a deal. It's just like I don't need to be so so at war with it. Yeah, yeah. And then also not just TikTok and social media, but how do you feel about um all the other creative sides of being musicians, like music videos, cover art? Are you like passionate about those sides of it as well? Are you happy to kind of give that off to other creatives? I like I'm kind of artistically challenged in some ways. Like, Interesting. I cannot take a good photo. Like, so visual arts my... is not your thing. That's what no. I mean. Like visual. You arts... didn't paint the pirate song artwork. God, no, my yeah. friend Anushka Mandrati did that. I really like um, that. Yeah, she's really cool. Um, like with a photo from the music video, and then she painted it, which was dope. Um, I don't know. I kind of think I know what looks good, maybe, but I'm not good at making, making it. it. Yeah, that. So you got taste, but maybe just haven't got the skill. <laughs> yeah, that's that's thinking. Yeah. I have taste. <laughs> um but yeah i don't yeah i like seeing it come together it can be stressful though like particularly when you're like working on a budget totally but what about the music videos that you did i mean you mentioned they were low budget yeah are they did you did they cost you any money yeah they did cost you money yeah yeah you invested a little bit into them yeah definitely like the pirate song one probably what like 500 bucks Mm -hmm. all up like renting because you have lots of overhead costs 500 600 you've got like overhead costs of renting the studio yep you've got like costume maybe you're paying for the person to film it and edit it and then also like i bought like food for people that were in the video you didn't pay anyone who's in the video though no they were my lovely friends that's also why i used a mannequin in a lot of them because it's cheaper than an extra um do you still own that mannequin is it still in your room it's actually at my friend's house all right yeah okay so also while i was doing some digging on you i saw that you have another spotify profile under the name brewer yeah and one of the songs has a million plays yeah is this like a secret pre- life of yours um that brewer project is from when i was like 16 Mm -hmm. um so dawned on me was the first song that this is the song that has a million streams that i like produced it is completely unmastered unmixed really and i made it all on ableton which is like really random wait is dawn the one that hit a million streams yeah and you made that all on your own yeah 
like what? which is really weird and then the songs that i like got it goes produced. to show though like you put all this money into mixing mastering yeah very weird like i i don't like hide that i have this project but i don't really like well because it's just not that good because i was like 16 no that's but, like, it's amazing chill. that you were 16 Thanks. and um you were speaking before and i was like how the hell did you get a million plays how did you get a million plays on that um spotify i mean other than pure talent oh yeah spotify <laughs> put it in an editorial playlist called christian hip-hop wow um, so it must have been in there for a little while it was in there for a while i got a lot of um listeners from middle america which oh was really gosh. nice gosh, amazing but i'm not christian nor do i make hip-hop but like it was pretty <laughs> funny and i got to tell people that and i still do when i go to parties i'm I mean, like i'm a christian hip-hop a million artist. streams is a million streams you'll take it yeah i actually don't know like how did just, you actually you must have made a million streams you must have made like more than three dollars from yeah, that song. Yeah, I made. I'm yeah, and this was I think when the streaming was higher than zero point zero zero three cents. I think it was zero point zero zero six cents Holy. at that time. So yeah, because sometimes songs. I mean, I don't know, but like they lay low for a while and then suddenly it spikes. Was it kind of like that? I think over a year, maybe it got like a hundred k and then. But I don't know. So like, it happened after the first year. It didn't yeah? Happen. It was like steady. It didn't like it went. I don't I can't even remember to yeah, be honest right. but it's not like I woke up overnight like I don't think it went viral or anything I think it was honestly just Spotify and like maybe also Facebook mm-hmm. like I would post videos of myself on Facebook and my manager at the time used to like target them towards like South America or something interesting so you had a different manager weird. back then yeah which right. is also partly the reason why I started a new so I wouldn't have to like give him like revenue because it was harder to separate if you're releasing under the same name yeah i've been like doing sessions since i was like 16 not to say that those songs were good but like i've been writing so in high school you were already doing sessions yeah but then i stopped because i like kind of hated music for a bit and then i fell back into love Mm. with it that kind of ties into my next question which is big question but obviously we've discussed over this podcast like we're not in it for the money i'm assuming so what if we is, are we're doing a very bad yeah, job yeah do you have like a tangible level of success that you're trying to achieve not it's obviously not all about stream but you got a million plays on your last project and whilst your new ep is obviously doing amazing it's not at a million plays yeah, are no. you are, are you at a place where you're like i'm happy where i am or are you like i won't be happy until or are you just along for the ride yeah i mean i'd love for it to be a sustainable career like mm-hmm. to be able to make money off of it mm-hmm. i don't know like for me I'll go wherever the opportunity is, whether that's through being an artist or writing for other people. Uh-huh. I also want to get more into production because yeah. I really like that. But um, yeah, I guess. But also I know that there are ways to make music sustainable, like doing cover gigs or I've been told by a lot of people that so many artists make their money through merch. Yeah. Like at live shows, which is something mm, to think about. I think totally. you just, if it is your like main career, or like how you make all of your money, you just kind of have to, as for, I don't know. Got you're saying just you, make they, it. The people that I know that are doing it full time are like hustling like crazy. Do you have many so friends many that are doing it full time? I've got a couple, like a handful of friends. Yeah. Are they mainly doing producing like production work as well? A lot of them are doing production, like sample packs. I don't know that many friends who make their like money off their own project. Who are like artists. Well, no, they do, but like they don't make like living money to live mm-hmm. off of doing like cover mm-hmm. stuff like they'll do sample packs sell merch yeah right like, i mean 
you are going to on exchange to London yeah. next semester. Uh-huh. And when I heard that, I was like, wow, I can't believe you just released this EP and now you're going to go to London for six months. And yeah. not, I mean, I'm sure that you'll do music stuff over there, but the main reason is for exchange for uni. Yeah. I was like, wow, I feel like I always, I always look at musicians online and, and social media and just think all they do is music. And mm. I f- often forget that they've got other shit going on. Good shit as well. Mm. I don't mean that in a bad way. But do you ever... Do you feel like there's any time pressures? Like, you know, you're going away for six months. Do you think, oh, I need to make sure that I'm still progressing in my music career in that time? Or are you like, nah, I want six months off to go to uni and do London and I'll come back and rejoin it when I get back? God, no, I'm definitely going to be doing music okay, right. whilst I'm away. Right. Um, it's a pass-fail system, so I only <laughs> have to get 51% in yeah, all of my yeah. assignments. I feel like that's what everyone says when they go on exchange. Totally. Yeah. It's more of like... An opportunity to go to London. Whilst I can, like, and also I can get some money from the government to do it, which is nice. You can, like, hex that. In some ways, it's cheaper for me to... I mean, it's not because it's London, but, like, the cost... I'll only have to pay for, like, cost of living, which is atrocious, but, like... No, but I hear you. It's, like, almost cheaper for me to move out in London, or at least the government will give me money when I go Mm -hmm. there Mm -hmm. versus me, like, moving five minutes away from my parents in Newtown. No, totally. So have you got any music plans locked in or are you just kind of going to go over there and see what happens? I'll be releasing whilst I'm away. Releasing. So you've already got singles ready to go. Yeah, I have so many songs. Oh my gosh. Have you been performing them live? Do I know any of them? A couple of them, yeah. Yeah, right. Oh my gosh. So you're you're trying to keep up with the momentum. Yeah, definitely. And when I get back, I'll be playing like shows. I don't really know. Like I'd love to do like a so far or something when I'm in London. Oh, so far. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or like just a random little gig. That's actually a really good idea. Yeah. You should definitely do So Far Sounds. I will look into it. They definitely have it over there um, and it's a good way to get a crowd. Yeah, but I'm, I'm keen to get more into prod stuff as well mm. whilst I'm there. Do you know where you're going to be living yet? Um, Clapham with all of the other oh, Australians. Oh, like you talked about this the other night. Yeah. But there are a lot of Australian musicians in London. But in like student housing or in you're going to do share house? With a share house. Yeah, right. And you've got one locked in. Yeah. Amazing. I guess you're going when? In like four weeks? Yeah. Wow. This podcast will probably already be out by then when you're in London. So hope you're having a great time in London. Thanks. In Clapham. (laughs) Thanks. It'll be so cold. Okay. Now, before we end the podcast... I need to ask you, and we need to bang out some important questions. Here we go. These can just be, you can just, whatever come, well, quick questions, quicker. Okay. What show or gig do you regret not attending? Caroline Politics. Oh my God. Yesterday. Oh my God. It's like she's taped, well, I, I obviously know of her. Yeah. And I've watched her and I know her stuff, but like, I feel like I'm the only person in Sydney that didn't go to either the Opera House or the Amor Theatre. Yeah, she looks and sounds like a siren. Holy moly. I would have loved to go. I just didn't get my shit together Wow. in time. I've only kind of heard of her recently, but she's actually been kind of perfecting the craft for ages. Yes. Which she's is dope. Like respect. Yeah, she's cool. I always love it when I see artists that have been at it for a while and mm. then still, you know, have insane levels of success. Yeah. Okay, what's your pre-gig meal? Um... I feel like I don't really... I get really nervous before I go on stage, so I tend not to eat that much yeah. food, to be honest. Or, like, I'll have food during the day, but not directly before going. Maybe your pre-gig meal is whiskey and tea. I do that, mm. yeah. I, I'll i be drinking a tea. Often mm-hmm. it will have whiskey in it. I find tea dries up my mouth. 
this is when I do solo shows like for the band show for my EP launch I like was completely sober and I had only had like water yeah but I feel like when you're running the thing you like need to be extra alert are you doing vocal warms up before every gig um before I try to but not like that intensely yeah and I will maybe not like have dairy but I don't know if that's just a thing that's in my head Mm -hmm. no I've heard that I've heard that yeah but then I've got another friend that Alexia, who like drinks milk on stage. Oh shout my out, god, shout out milk! Yeah, Whoa. strawberry milk. I wanted to have a milkshake the other day before a gig, but I was like, I'm pretty sure that's like the worst thing to have before maybe, a gig. Maybe it's the best because she sounds good. And do you ever stress out about your your voice the days leading up towards a gig, or are you pretty relaxed about it? No. Sometimes, if I feel like I'm getting sick, I'll probably just like have heaps of tea. Have you ever had to and, perform like, really sick? I'm kind of not that sick though. Like I've yeah. had a bit of a hoarse voice, but it's I've never performed whilst like basically having mm-hmm. my voice almost gone. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I'm just going down a route, but that just obviously reflects my own stresses because I get so stressed about my voice. Like I'll wake up the day before a gig and I'll do a, I'll swallow just to check every morning that mm. like I haven't woken up with a sore throat. Anyway, back on to the quick questions because I am getting off track. What was the best gig you went to recently? The best gig. I'm trying to think. I mean, not that recently, but probably the best gig that I oh, either Fontaine's DC when oh, I was so you in do Belfast. Like yeah, I love yeah, Fontaine's right, right, DC. Right. When I was in Belfast, that was crazy. Or Wolf Alice Ooh. at Big Top. They were really awesome. Yes, true. Did you? You didn't go to that? No, and I. That's one of the gigs that I regret not attending. Max, a mutual friend, invited really me to good. that, and I was like, oh, I think I had something else on. I don't know, but anyway, I regret that. Do you feel that you're across your taxes? No. <laughs> As a musician, do you like do your taxes? Like, do you have an ABN? I'm assuming you have an ABN on that jazz. Yeah, I have an ABN. I think it makes it easier, the fact that I have like a business account and a personal account. A business bank account? Yeah, so I can separate it. Okay, yeah. I don't know, like if you... Um, oh, ish. Yeah. I need to... I'm trying... This year has been my year of getting on top of my mm. music taxes. It's good to claim stuff. And like if you're... I think... I don't know if it's still a thing, but... A couple of years ago, if you like traveled a hundred k's away, like you could claim yeah, interesting some money back. What's your favorite cafe to do music admin in? Do you go and like hang in cafes and no, no. I don't do that. Yeah, interesting. I guess you work in one. Maybe you're like yeah, that's enough. It's also really busy that cafe. Yeah. Like I feel like it would the people. I get too distracted. Maybe a library. Mm. Like. Would you or do you date other musicians? I was like saying I was talking about this with my friend I was like I would never date like another musician Uh particularly a boy musician respectfully um because like what if you don't like Like them do you feel like you'd have to I feel like you'd have to you would have to yeah I think so I think I mean relationship is like different from like that's oh that's true dating uh, going on a date with someone yeah that's harmless if you're like yeah I think if you were like fully in a relationship with someone i mean i hope well i'm in a relationship that they like my music would you lie like if but what if you love them so much and they played you something just you'd if you love them so much you'd like subconsciously convert but that's worrying even if it's bad you like find something to love about it oh i don't know i think that i'd get the ick pretty easily if i went to go watch them play and i didn't like their songs yeah do you know what i mean yeah right so that's kind of a ish ish but i've been told by people that like the best like no one else understands like that's true like another musician like people i've been told by like industry people like they tend to like work i don't know 
one person was like to me music like musicians with other musicians tends to work the best because like they get they, they get, get it yeah but then also like clash it's, there's only room for one yeah, ego yeah. in this one house. superstar yeah <laughs> no i don't know how will you know when you've made it um uh <laughs> hollywood walk of fame yeah no, nice. I don't know. a little I don't star know. on the um i'm trying to think i don't know no that's good no debt no debt no debt nice that's better you don't have to answer this question but how much did you make at your last gig negative uh, i guess negative yeah, yeah. negative negative that's like... fine we can work with negative <laughs> who do you think i should have next on this podcast i think you should ask lola scott or timothy on it aka yukio oh yes or thomas porter oh yes all good options my friends that are real cool and talented mm, no i see them all hustling i yeah. want to ask them thank you very much thanks Anna, for having me for coming on my podcast Anytime. <laughs> i'll uh see you soon for more oat cold brews looking forward to it the cafe excellent thanks anything else that you want to mention or anything you want to talk about um listen to my ep listen to child of divorce divorce. yeah um yeah no that's okay we're allowed excitement (laughs) okay thank you so much thanks for having me that was fun i feel like